Welcome to the Business with Bordeaux podcast, where we're bringing basic business tips to entrepreneurs and the future leaders of tomorrow. Let's get down to business. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Business with Bordeaux podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. Today, I have an interview for you. And just heads up, heads up. If you are a person that doesn't like racial talk, this episode will probably offend you. And uh, and so I'm not really going to apologize because this is a discussion that needs to be had. But my brother Derek Myers and I, uh, we talked about race. We talked about growing black business. Should a goal for a Christian be to grow black business? And all that is involved with you know being a Christian. And then he shared his perspective of me and a, a, a black man, Christian in America, so to me, it was a very enlightening interview. We had a great time. We talked about very important matters. And I don't think we agree typically on everything, but I think it's mainly because our perspectives are different. And so and when your perspectives when your perspectives are different, you're not necessarily going to see everything eye to eye. You just you really can't. And so anyway, uh, before we jump into the interview, though, I do want to thank Aaron Simpkins at True Strength Apparel, being a patron supporter since day one. Make sure you head over to truestrengthapparel.com today. Go ahead and get some of the awesome stuff that he has over there. And he's also the official, um, the I, I would say the official merchandiser for Solomon's Porch Podcast. So if you're interested in that, you can check that out over there as well. I also want to thank LT Smith and Jay Sannon. Both the recording artists, links to their music are in the show description, so you can check both of those awesome men out, and uh, and I appreciate them for supporting the show. And also Purely Bachelorette over at purelybachelorette.com. Make sure you go check them out. That is actually a, it's a business that sends out bachelorette party packages for women who are getting married. So if you know any Christian women who you think, you know, it's it's worth them having an honorable party to celebrate um, the upcoming marriage, not just being single, but their upcoming marriage. Go check out purelybachelorette.com. Uh, I've interviewed both of those ladies on the show, so I think it's a great way to support Christian businesses. And yeah, man, so without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into the interview with Derek Myers. Alrighty, welcome back to another Business with Bordeaux podcast interview. I have with me this go around. Uh, I've had him on the show before. He, we talked about, at one time, we talked about uh, video production and pictures and stuff like that because he was doing a thing there. And, um, and this time, I, I think I had you on before. I think I had you on. Is it two? I've been on twice. Twice. Okay. Yeah, so this is yeah. number three. Yeah. And, uh, and this interview is going to be a little bit different because this is more. Um, I don't know how to explain it, but it's kind of theoretical. I don't know, man. I don't know, but it's going to be a good conversation and yeah. I'm looking forward to it, man. So this is Derek Myers Jr. How you doing, man? Doing well, man. Great to be back. How you doing? Yeah, man. I'm, I'm doing well, man. Trying to get my, uh, make sure all of my software technology, all that stuff's working accurately. Oh yeah. And, uh, so, so far everything looks good. So I think we're going to be good to go. I mean, the last interview I did, Skype was shutting down on me. Logic was shutting down on me. GarageBand was shutting down on me. Like, I, I was just not it's supposed technology. to do the interview that day, man. That's technology yeah. for you. That's, that's how it rolls, man. That's how it rolls. It's like, look, you have to expect the failures to happen. Yeah. And Because uh, they come. They come. And if you don't oh, expect yeah. them, then you're going to be really, really disappointed. So, uh, 
So yeah, man. So just real quick, uh, since since the last time we talked, uh, I do want to let people. Uh, well, I want to let you share, let people find out a little bit more about Glitch Media because okay. you you started that up. Yeah. So we'll just kind of talk about that. But first thing, and I do want to get. I want you to be able to explain why you called it Glitch because Glitch sounds like a bad thing. So just yeah. talk about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, um, I didn't even think. Of, I don't. I don't think of it in a bad way. I think okay. of it as um, as a good thing. I want to be the the disruption to the norm. Gotcha. Um, I want to I want to do media production differently than a way a lot of people have done it, uh, or or the traditional way to do it. And that's the that's the reason that's the reason for the name glitch. Um, actually, Ryan said the same thing when when, uh, <laughs> <laughs> when uh, I was on track stars he said the exact same thing that you know glitch is a bad word a bad thing like, nah nah it's just a disruption it's it's right, a, right. it's, a, it's an interruption of of what you see and that's what I want to be well and I also say you know when a glitch happens it lets you know that there's something wrong yeah so then you got to go make sure everything's right yeah then the glitch and, won't and, happen and that's the thing though yeah, that's I want to cool, show man. you. I want to show you what's wrong. <laughs> yeah, man. So you got, uh, so you got glitch, glitch media. Yeah, and then you got on the sidelines. On the sidelines, yeah, that's the the sports division. Um, it's it's uh, something that's that's still in the works with everything, but um, right now uh, we're we're um, I did a little a small first season uh, called the Sideline Guys uh, for our podcast. Um, and uh, we're we're actually wrapping that up this week. We're gonna okay. do one more episode, I think, uh, Friday, and uh, we'll wrap that up. And season two will come out, um, I think, about two, about two weeks. Okay. We'll have we'll have season two out, and uh, we'll also be launching a brand new podcast that um, we'll be announcing um, pretty soon as well. So have that. Um, um, we're, uh, about to actually debut our new logo and everything like that as well. So that's why I want to do everything at the same time. Um, but, uh, on the sidelines is basically just a, a sports network. I got, a, um, I got real tired of how sports was being reported. Gotcha. Um, I still watch ESPN. I still look at Bleacher Report, but most of the stuff that I see is, uh, more, more so based in opinions. Okay. And I'm tired of that. I want um, I want sports reporting to be factual. Okay. And when I debate, is is out of facts. I, I debate from numbers. I debate from what I see on the field or on the court. Um, I debate from what what I hear uh, players, athletes talk about, um, either in interviews or on social media. Um, to me, if you're if you're arguing from a factual perspective, the likelihood of you being wrong is very very low. Right. Um, so that that's what I, that's what I want um, the reporting to be. Uh, we're actually about to start. We're about to announce that, um, and I'll just go ahead and say it here, we're going to announce that we're looking for um, for writers um, to to go ahead and start um, um, writing articles. Uh, throughout the seasons, um, and uh, that's that's going to be the next edition because we have something else that we want to tie tie along with that. Uh, so a lot of stuff is coming coming together, uh, coming together really fast. Um, 
most people might know uh, that I was working on Debate Fuel, right? With uh, with Ernest and and uh, and Chris, or I should say DJ Jeremiah and and Rick Sincere. <laughs> <laughs> I always I always get in trouble with that, but I do the same thing, man. <laughs> um, yeah, that that show ended, but uh, Ernest and I, Jesus, Sincere and I, Rick Sincere and I are are working together now. Uh, with 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 MTMV and on the sidelines, uh, so we're gonna actually uh, you'll be seeing a lot of stuff coming from that. Uh, we 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 just got back together probably in the last three four months, so there's a lot of stuff that's about to happen. That's cool, man. Because yeah. I I started noticing uh, looking at the you know the the description of the shows and stuff from uh, sideline guys is is having you know Rick on there and things like that, and I think that's that that kind of reminds me of how uh and we're not going to talk about this today but uh like i feel like christian media in general needs to be like that yeah. i feel like you know if you're talking about a rapzilla a track stars a jam the hype a wado it needs to be partnerships everybody doesn't have to be in one big huge company yeah but even you have little small companies that specialize and do things in a different way and yeah. have different yeah. flavors and taste and and they come together and work together man and that's that's yeah. really what it's about yeah now, so let, let's talk about that because that's kind of uh that's kind of the conversation that you and i were having online that oh, yeah. kind of led to us wanting to do this interview and so one of the things that you had mentioned and i can't remember specifically i don't have all the information brought up is you were talking about uh a lot of these uh one you were talking about how black people need to come together uh so they can own something yeah uh, um, the, the original post was, uh, I was asking why aren't there any black owned car companies? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. initially it was car companies. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Gotcha. And, um, and I can't remember exactly, I can't remember where I jumped in the conversation, but you know, I was, I you know, and you had also said something about sports teams, I think. And, um, mm-hmm. at one point you said something about sports teams and, uh, then you would mention like, you know, people who do have a bigger purse like Oprah, Michael Jordan, you know, even a Tyler Perry or Jay-Z, uh, Diddy, Jay-Z, you know, mm-hmm. kind of them coming together. Mm-hmm. And I wanted us to, to, to kind of talk about that. Cause I think there's two, there's two different conversations that, that I'd like to have. And yeah. one, one for me, I'm always kingdom first. I'm always the body of Christ. I look at that above any and all other things. And then let's talk about, or, and let's talk about, um, I guess I would say, I don't know, black society, black culture. I don't know the, you know, yeah, yeah. the correct way to refer to it. Mm-hmm. Cause the way I see it is whenever I'm looking at in today's, to, to today's society, mm-hmm. I don't see collective black anything. I really don't. Right. And, uh, and so, for people, for for black people to come together, I don't know. I really don't know if that's even possible. So, talk about your thoughts on that. Yeah, um, honestly, I, that's kind of like uh, that's kind of my perspective on it. It's it's hard. I won't say that we we can't. I, I'll say that we won't. It, okay. It's it's um, for some reason it feels like there's just this thing that's just holding us back from being able to put everything together and start working toward greater. Um, 
I I understand what you're talking about with uh, the kingdom perspective. Um, The the, the problem is that I don't look at it like that. Not to say that I don't understand what you're talking about. Right, right. But I, I look at it from more of a perspective of being in America and how black people have to fight twice or even three times as hard to even get to the minimum of what white America can achieve. You know what I'm saying? And and that's that's the that's the problem with it. So I I was I'll even tell you what, what kind of like led me to make that post. I was um looking at different I was looking at um I think I was looking at some uh some cars uh car companies or something like that. And no, you know what it was? I was looking at this this is a company in 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 Atlanta uh called uh, F- uh Figures Wireless. It's a black owned uh phone company and and they have the the first ever 1 terabyte cell phone. Oh wow. Yeah, and and you can actually uh it doesn't matter what um phone you have, you can actually hook up to their network. And I thought that was very interesting because I was I actually learned about them from uh, Killer Mike's uh, uh, show on on Netflix, uh, Trigger Warning, uh-huh. and uh, it started. It made me start thinking about why why is it that one this company figures wireless is not publicized more. Two, why is it that this is the first black wire uh, phone company that I've heard of? Why why is that? And then I started thinking, well, oh man, we don't have, we don't even have cars. Like, like there's not even a car company. Ford is is American. Um, um, Mercedes is German. Um, Lexus, Toyota, Toyota Lexus, I think is uh, Japanese. Like, why is it that? Oh, Honda, Honda is Japanese. I'm sorry. Yeah. But but and why? Hyundai. <laughs> Yeah, Hyundai. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so <laughs> so J- Japan's got the market on lock. They do. They do. Let's just say that. <laughs> so where 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 are we? Now we are you talking about Africa? Are you talking about Black Americans black or Americans. both? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, black Americans. Um, right. Why why is it that that there isn't a black owned car company? Which even me making that post, um, someone actually commented and actually told me that there is a black owned company in in Africa. But I've never heard of that. I, right. I, I've, I've never heard of that before at, uh, at all. So, like, why is it that that we're not seeing that in America, you know? And, and it just made me uh, think more about, uh, upon how we're, as, as much as we think that we're gaining traction and, 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 and um, um, exposure in different uh, sectors, we're still not there right, we're, right. we're still not there and and that's why i was saying i don't look at it as a, as a kingdom thing I, I i look at it more so as as i i have to say it this this is more of a racial element to it like right. why why is it that that in 2019 i still don't see something right and and you know it does go to the point of saying well we're not unified we're not unified that's the problem and i won't dive too far into this one because this is not a this is not part of the conversation but it even ties into 
the reparations uh, 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 situation because that whole thing, we should have, we should have a list of, of demands. You know what I'm saying? It, it, right, right. When you ask, you can ask 10 different people, 10 different black people what their idea of reparations is. I guarantee you nine out of 10 of them will have something totally different from, from one another. You might have two people that might say the same thing that, that like, that's, that's how far off we are with it. And I, I, I hate that. Um, the NCAA, no, I'm sorry. was Jesus. NAACP. NAACP. Thank you. <laughs> I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about football and basketball. So. <laughs> NAACP. It's all good. <laughs> They're they're not um, they're not the type of leadership that 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 uh, Black America needs. They're not. Gotcha. They're not. They don't represent us properly. And now, one of the things that that uh, that we had talked about was the idea, and you've said it several times. In this and just by the way, for anybody out there who's listening, somebody's going to be offended by this conversation, probably. Most definitely. Probably. And I, I usually uh, offend a lot of people, so I'm used to so, it. So, <laughs> and, and, and I'm hoping I'm hoping nothing I say becomes offensive or whatever. But you know, I mean, I don't know. It's just going to happen. It'll so just fun. go ahead and prepare yourself. It'll Take your blood pressure medicine. Yeah. Um. So one of the things that I would say is I don't think we exist anymore like the word we and and and, and i talked about this you know we talked about this i think it was on facebook uh when we were chit-chatting about it but the idea that you know that that black is a we Mm. i i really don't feel like that exists in america it doesn't exist in africa and it doesn't exist anywhere in terms of race Mm. um you know i would even say there was never a we in white people from white people's perspective like okay. you have white supremacists, mm-hmm. they have a we. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not in that we. Right, I don't right, want right, to right. be in that we. Right. And and even in terms of like, you know, when, when I think about, you know, talks about reparations and things like that, you know, the people who have successful companies, the people who have made it, mm-hmm. like they personally don't care about reparations, so they don't they don't spend their time thinking about it. So let's just mm-hmm. say they were the you know. They were the ones who made it out. They were the ones who were able to get above and beyond uh, mm-hmm. what an average person could get, or you know, an average person, you know, let alone an average, you know, black American. Mm-hmm. And so, I think for them, like the people who have the means to to um, to bring unity, mm-hmm. they aren't thinking about unity because they're thinking about personal pocketbook. So okay. what are your thoughts? I mean, I know, I know there's some like Killer Mike, you know, Charlemagne. Mm-hmm. There are some people out there who who don't think like that. Mm-hmm. But in terms of like the Michael Jordans, even the Oprah, mm-hmm. I mean, things like that. I, I I personally don't think that they they think in terms of we, um, except for you know when Obama ran for president, there was a we then. Um, I see what you're saying. Uh, I'm not sure that I would necessarily agree with it fully um, because I, I've, I've seen, like, for example, guys like uh, like Jay Z. Um, they actually, when they when they make it to that point, Jay Z, Diddy, um, they make it to that point financially. They, you've always seen them give back and 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 actually put out different programs and stuff like that to be able to help others um that 
those success stories are totally different from reparations. Right, and right. and the thing about that is it shouldn't be that and I'm not saying you're saying this, but it shouldn't be that there are there are a few billion black billionaires and let them do it. Let them give back to to those to those that are that are in need uh, for that to be the reparations. Right. No, because that it, this this was the this these this was from America. So, so if I, if I slapped you, I wouldn't look for my cousin to apologize to you. You know what I'm saying? Right. I have to apologize. And a part of, a part of that is them having to apologize, this country to have to apologize for what they did. Now, a separate conversation, this is also, I think that there should be an apology from Africa as well. Um, but that's a separate conversation. Gotcha, gotcha. I, 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 I believe that this is something that America should do and, and has to do. If, if everyone wants to move past the, the racial element of, of America and the, the gap that there is between those races, then there has to be an apology. No one, no one was, was upset when, the Native Americans got reparations. No one was upset when Asians got reparations. So let's try and keep that same energy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right. Be consistent. Like, I, I don't I don't <laughs> want to hear that it's okay for them to get it and then and then we were the ones that were enslaved. And and in all honesty, the Native Americans didn't get what they should have should they should have received. I, that was that was horrible. They basically got nothing. Right. Um, right. but I agree. I, I think that that uh, that America has to do its due diligence if you want to move, which honestly, the, the idea that we're going to be able to move past all of this, that's not going to happen. Right. There's always there's always going to be a racial element in America. It's not going to happen on a major scale. Not going to happen on a major scale. It's um, not going to. No, but but I think that as time progresses. The more that we get millennials into powers of position, I believe that we will see uh, different laws and 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 stuff like that passed that will kind of calm things down a little bit. Um, right, right. And I think that will progress us a little further. But there's not the idea that people think that there's that we're living in a post-racial society. Or we will ever live in a post-racial society? Not true, not true. It's too it's too deeply ingrained in media and 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 in psyche for that to even happen. Um, so would would it be nice? Yes, it would be nice, but no, no. Um, so yeah, I I agree. I, I agree. We all have to come together and actually put together a list of things. I could tell you what I think should be, but but um, I think that that there has to be a consensus of of demands from America, and it it, it should be that uh, it, it comes from the White House. And I think, and and, and this is this is my opinion. I, I tell people this with politics, with anything. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, these things have to happen 
from the ground up, not from the top down. Because exactly. anything, because the top, like if you start at the White House, it's not going to last. Oh no! All it takes is a different president to go in there, a different congressman, and so for me, it like just like with politics, I'm the type of person like shouting from Facebook or, or Twitter for the masses to hear. They're not going to hear me. And if they right, hear right. me, they don't want to hear me. Right. They're not going to get. So I have to talk to my brother across the street, literally across the street. And I have to talk to them. You know, let's just say if you know, it's a white person who, who's racist, mm. you know, who doesn't like black people, who's KKK member, whatever. Like mm. it takes a one-on-one -on -one conversation for me to talk to him because it doesn't matter if Trump or if Obama or Bernie or if Hillary, it doesn't matter what they say from the White House. It's not going to influence the guy across the street. Oh, most definitely. Um, most because definitely. if it's that deep ingrained into him, one person or, or one, you know, whatever public figure is not going to change his mind. I agree. Um, I agree with that. And so for me, and, and again, I believe that all of this has to start in the church, in the local church. I'm a firm believer in that. Yeah. And I think everything's got to start in the church. And anything that's right and just has it's, got to start within the church. The church should be on the front lines of social justice. And I, I've been saying that for so long. I, I, I don't I don't see how um, the church can be so vocal in certain situations and then I can't find you right. in others. You know and what I'm saying? And I even kind of hate, I hate saying the church because, I mean, in general, like, you know, the mm -hmm. church is very vocal about some things and not others. Like, mm -hmm. there are churches that are vocal about social justice and oh, yeah. abortion and all these things. Most definitely. And uh, it's just hard to see because mass media, there's a problem with mass media. They only show what they want to show. Most definitely. They don't They don't show the people that make sense. They show mm -hmm. the people that don't make sense to get their ratings up and to feed into whatever kind of culture they're trying to create in their followership. Most definitely. And, um, Most definitely. Which is why I love I loved the age that we're in because mm -hmm. anybody could start a news network. Oh, yeah. Like, legit. Yeah. Anybody, all you need is a YouTube account, a Facebook account, you know, mm -hmm. anybody can create it. And I think that's one of the beautiful things about the time we're in. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, if, if you're a black man in America, it's a lot easier now to try to become an entrepreneur than it was 50 years ago. Oh, yeah. Uh, because, yeah. you know, you can utilize social media to create a business, which is beautiful. Most and I think social media and the state of the Internet has helped elevate the availability. But mm -hmm. I think when you're talking about public traded companies, things like that. And so that's that's kind of one of the areas I wanted to hit on too was I think when you're talking about like there's a lot of, you know, small independent companies. We're talking about the cell phone company. Mm -hmm. I think that in general, the private owned companies don't get anywhere near as much media coverage mm -hmm. because people in general, the general population who have money in stocks and, and trade options, stuff like that, mm -hmm. like they're more concerned about Disney who they have stock into. They, they're more concerned about Uber and Facebook and Wells Fargo, whoever, whatever, mm -hmm. you know, the major companies. And I think that's probably why a lot of these smaller companies don't get a lot of this is because the general public says, hey, what's Facebook doing today? Because I got stock in Facebook. And, yeah. Um, so I think in order for a company like that to get more coverage, they would have to go public. But what do you do when you go public? 
you give away control. Right, right. And that's the no, danger. And, and and but that's that's the thing about the ability to support. Right. Um right. I've seen way too many examples of just the power of black money alone that can dictate how things go. Um and the, the 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 problem is that that we don't put our money into certain companies or um, into different areas that it should be for the ones that have not only the talent but the 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 courage and the ability to say things that others are thinking or do things that others want to do. We don't support those properly. Right. And I think that even if even if certain companies wanted to, to remain private, um, they could do it if we were able to just come together and pull our money and support whoever we needed to support. I mean, right. Black Panther alone made how much money? Uh, like seven hundred forty mil. Yeah, and and and. That was because the character was black, but guess what? It wasn't created. It wasn't created by. <laughs> it wasn't created by a black person. <laughs> I said that from the get go. I was like, like, "Look, just FYI." I was yeah. like, "Stan Lee made up a fake character in a fake country." Yeah, like yeah. all of this is is you know, and, and I'm I'm not saying I mean it's still, you know, I you know I, I love that the, it just side note. We can't talk about comic book and not dive into it for a second. The, the end credit scene to me was so phenomenal. For, like showing, like just seeing somebody say, wow, here's, you know, just because I'm black doesn't mean I'm less than or I can't be greater than. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah and yeah, I yeah. love yeah. that. I love yeah. that. But yeah. I know what you're saying, though. Behind the <laughs> scenes, I mean, yeah, you had Ryan Coogler, director, mm-hmm. you know, so that, that that was good. And um, but yeah, I mean, Stan Lee created Black Panther. Yeah, and so and it's the same thing with the 007 character. Um, like we have representation in these certain sectors, but they're not created. Those those characters are not created by black people. They're created by white people, and right. you know it's cool. I'm I love being able to see um, uh, black people or 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 even like my from my um, perspective Jamaicans represented in certain aspects of media. I love that. But the problem is we're not we're not supporting those that are actually creating those um those same type of characters or or same type of opportunities um that are black. Like right. these people that are black that are creating this stuff we're not supporting properly and that that to me is an issue. It shouldn't it shouldn't be like that. We now, should, here's a plug. should be talking to, about, to these people and, and about them and, and promoting them. If you go to EssentialMedia1.org, mm-hmm. it's a comic book company mm-hmm. that's founded, created by a, a black individual. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he's got like four or five different comic stories. So I'll actually, I, if I really? remember, I'm going to try to post that link in the description for the show. Okay. Uh, I was going, We're trying to get him on the Solomon Sports podcast to talk to him about it. Uh, but yeah, so just FYI, these are characters that I haven't had a chance to read the stories yet. Cause I got to get some of the physical copies. Okay. And, um, 
but yeah, so just, you know, that, and I would also say Will Smith has created um, Legacy AD, so that's that's another one. But uh, but yeah, you know, and... Yeah, 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 yeah. We said yeah. Will Smith, I'm thinking of the actor. Wait. Oh, no, 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 no. Will <laughs> I Smith was like, from... what? I got you, I got nah, you. Nah. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> so, so let's talk about, like, and, and again, for me, I think, I think things have to start... Um, from like I said, from the ground up, and one of the biggest areas that, um, you know, I think about with with kind of reparations, and this happened back whenever I think it was I can't remember if it was the last election or, or when it was, excuse me, but there were kind of talks about things, and I was thinking to myself that the the issue it's like the issue, isn't even just the actual stuff, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, because here's the thing. If you get somebody who is given a piece of land, right? If, if for some reason they go broke, they could turn around and sell the piece of land, right? Right. Um, there's, you know, I, I've said this to many people before. You give a one person ten dollars, or you give two people ten dollars, mm-hmm. one person can turn that into a million. The other person will blow it in two seconds. Oh, yeah. So there's a lot of groundwork that has to be laid, and I think that's where, as as a community, uh, you know, I, I would say even as, you know, white people in the community of believers, uh, in general, we have to, one, train all of our young people how to be better with finances and responsibilities, things like that. And mm-hmm. so when they get opportunities, when they are gifted whatever, buy somehow, you know, inheritances that work that way. Some right, people right, inherit right. a bunch of stuff and it's gone. Oh, yeah. Most Some definitely. people inherit and they, they, they continue on Walmart or whatever. Mm-hmm. And... um. And so I think, you know, for me, I, I guess it's, and I, you know, I could, I, I might feel different if I were black. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. Um, mm-hmm. So I can only look through things from my lens and try to understand the perspective of somebody that has a different lens than me. Right, right. And, um, but, and I guess it's also like, I know, I know, uh, you know, I've talked with a lot of black business owners and, you know, their mindset was, okay, I want to make sure this company is run as efficiently and effectively as possible. Mm-hmm. And their mindset, it was just, who shares the vision of this company? Right. Who has, who is the smartest guy that I know that can, or smartest guy, girl, um, non-gender specific, whenever I say guy, sorry. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, but yeah. in general, yeah. I just want to make sure for anybody out there who listens <laughs> that they know. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> but... In general, though, it's more about okay, how do I grow this company so my kids can live in it or can can continue it on? And I think a lot of times it's not necessarily thought of like, you know, how can I, you know, bring on more black people? How can I uh, go into black communities? And a lot of them start mm-hmm. from the black community, you know. So mm-hmm. a lot of them mm-hmm. start because that's where they're at. That's their community, things like that. Mm-hmm. But I think for me in general, like we have to start. Like anything else, from the ground up, from and and grow and expand it, and um, but one thing, and and, and I know, I don't know, you, you you give me your thoughts on this. I was listening to T D Jakes. He released a book, and one of the things he said was, uh, I can't remember if he was on a Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. He might have been on a Breakfast Club, but he said something in regards to you shouldn't choose to do per, uh, business with a black person just because they're black. Oh yeah, no, and I I agree with that. 
but he was saying how, you know, he has people on his team who are white and black because they were asking him, you know, because, you know, you know, Charlemagne, he was like, hey, man, what are you doing for the black community? And mm-hmm. he was like, I'm teaching. I have programs, all these mm-hmm. things that are going on outside of, you know, just his regular preaching. Mm-hmm. He said, but, you know, I don't just look for black people to hire because they're black. He said, that's mm-hmm. how you go out of business. He said, oh, yeah. because if anybody does that, if white people do that, if Hispanic people do that, Asian people, uh, you have to get the person that's best for the job. But again, training from the ground up, and I think the problem is, is like we know, you know, African Americans are so, like they've been pushed back for so long, mm-hmm. it takes generations for that to catch up. Right, right. And and I think in general, even when we're talking about businesses, it's like how do you, you know, how do you expedite that? How do you make that grow faster? Yeah, I I I think it all comes down to one word, and that's intentionality. Okay. Yeah. Um, I agree that that there that when you, when you have a business, it can't be you know you hire someone just because of how they look or what gender. It, it can't be that can't be the 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 foundation of your decision. But for example, with Glitch Media. I want to partner with as many people as I can to do whatever and grow that business. But my intention with it is to not only have it be black owned, but I want to be able to provide opportunities to as many black people as I can. Not only, not only opportunities, but, but, uh, the ability to help elevate them to the level that they that they want to be on, and that's that's the part of it that I think that that is key with that. It's not it's not just going after people just because of the color of their skin. It's the skill that they have that they that they can add to 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 your company and stuff like that. Most definitely, but my intentionality because we have been I. I'll speak from personal experience. Okay. It's it's been hard. I've been in media production. God, it'll be ten years in March. And or it might have been ten years this past March. But in in the past ten years of me doing that, it's been so difficult for me to even get an entry level record position okay. to do anything. Yeah, so like my personal experience was, you know, dropping um, dropping school because it wasn't I wasn't passionate about it and I wanted to chase this opportunity to go after my dream. Um I want to be able to provide people with the opportunity to chase their dream without having to go through the route that society says we have to go through which is school right i, right. I don't necessarily believe that school is for everyone school definitely no. wasn't for me and it took me man it took me about six and a half years to figure that out um <laughs> <laughs> how many thousand dollars later in student and loan? about fifty-eight thousand. <laughs> that's it that's it yeah 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 yeah, that's uh, <laughs> about 58. I feel you. Uh, so, yeah, I want to be able to provide uh, the opportunity for people to come up and, and just be able to create. Um, right. And, and I have a whole plan for it. Um, so that, that's why, that's why I'm, I'm creating 
the foundation right now of Glitch to be what it is. Um, right. So that's that's the that's where I think that um, it comes intentionality comes into play. What what is it that you're looking to do as a black business owner? And for me, that's my intention. That's not to gotcha. exclude anyone else, any other race, any other gen- no. That's not that's not my intention. But my intention with with Glitch is to to put people out there that want to be able to do what they want to do, but I want I want to highlight black people. You know what I'm saying? Like like I those are the people that I'm targeting right now to to come in and help me build this the way I want it, want it to be. That's not to say that I'm not going to partner with anyone that's white or Asian or, or anything else because I will. Um, it's not smart to to build your 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 business like like uh, Bishop Jakes was saying. It's not it's not smart to do that just based on one one demographic. Right. Um, but yeah, that that's my intention with it is is to to highlight black photographers, black editors, um, directors. Um, right. Um, writers, stuff like that. That's my intention to do that, and 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 to put everyone else on the platform as well. I wanted to be a. I wanted to be. A, I want to make media production an even playing field, because it shouldn't be that hard to get in. It should. It shouldn't be that that you're fighting for scraps just to be able to to get an entry, a shot at an entry level. You know what I'm saying, and and yeah. and the, the competition that that that's set out there, I don't I don't like it so much. I, I think I think there's room for everyone to 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 grow. There's room for everyone to eat. There's room for everyone to do what it is that they want to do without stepping on someone else. And and that's what that's also what what um what Rick Sincere and I are 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 are, are trying to display with MTMV and OTS coming together. Um, both sports platforms, but there's some things that he's doing that I'm not doing, and there's some things that I'm doing that he's not doing, and we're trying to elevate each other, still, you know, on our platforms, but elevate each other and work with each other to help each other to grow, and right. and there's nothing wrong with that. I, I I hate this idea that people feel like it's a competition, like like uh, you know, if I can't get it, you can't either. I hate right, that. Right. I hate that, and and that's that's the problem that I'm seeing with uh, Black America in general too. It's like it's like it's it's this competition and and you know desire to be seen, and 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 if anyone else comes up and is asking for help, oh no, you can't do it. You 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 you're you're gonna you know stunt my growth. Or you're gonna hold me back. No, like that shouldn't be the mentality. That shouldn't even be a thought. You know, um, so that's that's what I'm trying to eradicate. That's what I'm trying to eradicate, and that's what I think that that uh, back to the you know my original post. Um, that's what I think that that people like Jay Z, Diddy, Oprah, I I think they can come together and create that car company that I was talking about. I think they could. Um, I think they could put their money into it and with intention let it be known that this is what this is about. Quality, great quality uh product. Um but we're we're putting it and making sure that this is this is our own and for black people to 
go and support that. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. That's that's what that's what what I want to see. Um, and that's not to say like you know I wouldn't still have a Honda. I'm gonna I got my Honda right now. I think got <laughs> over 180,000 miles on it. You know I'm I'm gonna make sure I get every mile I can get out of that car. I did the same thing with my Toyota. I don't say I'm not going to ride until the wheels fall off anymore because my wheel literally fell off while I was driving. I'm not doing that. (laughs) That's what it is, man. (laughs) I think one of the things, too, and um, is, you know, again, you know, when I look across the landscape of America, social Mm -hmm. media, the people around here versus the people, you know, X, Y, Z, is I don't, again... I don't see a unified black America. Right. Um, And I don't know if, because here's the thing. It's like, okay, once you, once you create like, okay, okay. If you want to be, you know, cause I mean, cause not everybody's going to say, I want to be part of black America. It's just not going to happen. No. And the same thing, white people, you know, any culture is not going to say, I want to be categorized with this group of people or whatever. Most definitely. So we the know question the is, is not going to jump in. <laughs> 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 but in general though, it's like, okay, I think for me, and this is where I get confused a lot whenever I, you know, I hear the discussions. It's mm-hmm. like, I don't understand. And you might be able to help me mm-hmm. is like, why thinking on such a macro level mm-hmm. with the because like I, I I don't believe the macro is going to happen. Okay. Uh, again, like I said, you know, Africa, they consider themselves different ethnicities. Like yeah. they don't all look at each other like I'm African, like I'm Nigerian. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, yeah. And, and so it's, it's like Africa is a continent; it's not a country. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so, in the same way with Hispanic culture, you go to Mexico. Mm-hmm different groups of Hispanic, what we consider Mexican, Hispanic, whatever, like they're racist against each other. Mm-hmm. And so I don't think that there's really going to be a overall consensus of, okay, black America, let's do this. Mm-hmm. And that's why, you know, I've, like I said, I'm a big proponent of, okay, look, if you have, you know, I mean, we have it, you know, every, every place has it, you know, you might have a community, a black community, mm-hmm. like that's where, everything has to start on the black community. And my, my biggest thing is I just hate seeing people get so mad mm-hmm. on social media about the macro mm-hmm. and it takes their attention away from the micro. Okay. Give, give and, me an example of what you, you consider macro versus micro. Macro is come together for reparations. For example, mm-hmm. like you got black people in Texas are going to want something different from black people in New York. Okay. From black people in Alaska, from black people in California. Mm-hmm. Everybody has their different thoughts, ideas, things like that. And it's like, why can't we all think alike? Like, to me, groupthink has gone out the door a long time ago. Uh, because of social media, because people access different information, because, you know, different things. I don't think there's a, even, you know, even in churches, mm-hmm. like, if the church can't come together with the, the, the foundation of Jesus mm-hmm. and, and what he did, his work, like I don't see how any group race of people can come together, especially when you're looking at you know you got Christian, Muslim, uh, BHI, Black Hebrew Israelites. You got different groups within the culture of you know blackness. Like I don't think it's really possible because then you got Pan African, 
And mm-hmm. Pan-Africans very much know white people, period. Mm-hmm. Like, they, mm-hmm. they don't even like Black Lives Matter because of the homosexual things in that. Mm-hmm. And so, like, to me, it's, you know, I see people get upset, and I'm like, look, man, just worry about, and, and this sounds, you know, it, it might sound selfish or whatever, I'm like, worry about you, what you're doing, the people you can help, the people you can influence, you know, worry about the black kids in your neighborhood, mm-hmm. and because to me, like, Twitter's a false sense of reality. Okay. And um, people put real feelings up there, mm-hmm. but like, you know, there's a lot of lofty ideas on Twitter, and I'm just like, look, man, I, I don't, I don't bank on any of these people in the same way i'm not banking on the church as a whole to collectively stand for one thing together because people think so differently man and people interpret things differently people have different theology mm-hmm. and so for me it's like I, I think the biggest thing that you know the biggest thought point that i kind of wanted to share was like you know it's just like i know a lot of people i mean just in general like for me for christians mm-hmm. it's like Look, we you know the Bible said that people will know you love that you're my disciples by loving one another. Mm-hmm. So the number one goal is Christians have to understand, okay, what does that look like? How do we love one another? That mm-hmm. love spills over into everybody else. And so for me, and, and we've talked about it, is I'm a kingdom first person mm-hmm. uh, because I would hope, I can't say for sure because I've never done it, but if mm-hmm. I go to Japan... If I go to Africa, if I go to Australia, wherever, mm-hmm. like I want all of my mindset to be taken over there too. Because, I mean, if you were to go to Asia, mm-hmm. you know, there are certain things over there that you're not going to be, you know, I, I, I guess you wouldn't go to Asia and, well, I don't know, that's kind of a bad example because America, America has this dirty history, so there has to be some yeah. building up yeah, of the yeah. black community. Yeah, but in terms of kingdom thinking, for me. Mm-hmm. And that's right for me because I'm gonna go over there. and I'm gonna find. I'm not gonna find white Christians. I'm gonna find Christians over there wherever I go. Mm-hmm. Unite with them. Mm-hmm. And um, but I, I do make a purpose of, of in, in my personal life. Like I try my best to connect with as many different ethnicities of Christians that I can. Right, 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 um, right, right. But that's because I understand the value. Yeah. Of of cultural differences. I okay. So here's my thing. Um, I think the reason why I, I kind of pause is because I don't believe, I believe that there should be a separation of, of church and state. Right. Um, because one, America is not a Christian country. Correct. Correct. It, it's, it, we can say that it is, we can say that it was founded on, on it. But we're not that. This country is not that. So when I when I think about things from from my everyday living in terms of how I'm affected with laws or how I'm affected um, um, with business stuff like that, I look at that in a totally different light than I do the spiritual realm. Um, because for me as a black man, it's, it's not – I can't look at it that way. I can't look at them as, as one because I'm not treated as, they, as if they are one. Um, so for me, I have to look at it from that perspective. I can't, I, I, there is no way that I can look at it and be like, oh, 
you know, you and I believe the same things uh, from a faith perspective. So let's try and do this, that, and the other, because it doesn't work like that for me. You know, I, I can't, I can't go to, to uh, Alabama and expect to be treated with love and respect like that uh, from a Christian perspective. Because what do you see when you first see me? You see black. You don't, you don't see my beliefs. You don't see uh, my, my, my relationship with God. You see a black man. And, and not to say that everyone in Alabama is, is, uh, is, is racist, because I mean, I live in Georgia. It's pretty much the same thing. But, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but Alabama has that stereotype on Alabama them. Alabama has that stereotype, yeah. So that's why I'm using it. Uh, but, but, Everyone in Alabama is not like that, but that's that's the that's the 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 way that it would be looked at, you know. Um, so for me, the 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 importance of of unification is not about belief in terms of spiritual belief. It's about belief in terms of of how you see life and and how you, how you treat others. And going back to the church, I, I recognize that, that not all churches are quiet and silent on social issues. Um, but the majority, because we have to look at it as a whole, the majority is quiet. And the majority is the representative of the church. You know what I'm saying? So you're going to see mega churches. Would you say the majority? Now, yeah. would you say the majority, or would you say the majority portrayed on media? The, well, I, yeah, I th- that's what I'm saying. The majority portrayed in media, because you have mega churches, you have all these other platforms like that, that uh, that have certain interests. That if I were to say something, I'm going to lose. You know, what I'm saying it's 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 a it's a it's a money thing, and. That's why I, I I and I think I'm not even sure if you saw this, but I I, I made the, I asked um, I made this post on Twitter, I think yesterday or the day before. Um, I find it very interesting that every black minister that went up to go see Donald Trump has not spoken out about the recent uh, racial tweets that that he sent out. I find mm-hmm. it very interesting that they are all quiet. I used to go to the church of one that went. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I, 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 I find it, I find it cowardly, and I find it to be damaging that they won't speak out, or they have gotcha. not spoken out. You know what I'm saying? Because if if the if the underlining uh, message of your of your existence as a child of God is to love others and 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 treat everyone with respect and 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 represent God. If that is your if that is your mission as a child of God, why are you not portraying that? And right. why are you not doing it? Yeah. And, and lot, I can understand it, a lot of people get uncomfortable with with even just asking that question and and challenging that. But that's the problem with 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 the church in general. Everyone is quiet, not everyone, but the majority is quiet. And 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 there's nothing being done, and with it not being done, your silence is agreeance. Right, 
It's like the loudest voices get extremely quiet in the times where they need to be loud. Exactly. So exactly. I feel you. And they're not I what, about anything. What, one of the things that I point out, and uh, this is definitely a different type of podcast than anything else I've ever done. So it's good, though. <laughs> I, I, I'm enjoying it, man. I think it's good yeah, information. Yeah, so. Um, so one of the biggest things that I've always had issue with is that uh, the church is not... Because I'm thinking, it, if I'm if I'm a young black man in America... Mm-hmm. I've seen 13 reasons. I've seen... Yeah, I had to um, stop the show. Uh, when I see... Um, uh, what's the name of that show that just came out that went viral? The the the, the kids that got arrested and... Oh, when they see uh, us. When they see uh, us. When they see us, yeah. yeah. When yeah. you see these things, mm-hmm. you're naturally... Especially like, you know, let's just say... You've never been to church. You don't know about Jesus. You don't know about anything, you know, faith-based at all, right? Mm-hmm. You look at the people, okay, who are the folks out here who were standing up for me? Right. Why is Louis Farrakhan the loudest voice? Right. Why is it not a Christian pastor, whether it's white or black? Like, to me, that doesn't matter. I mean, black, they could resonate with the black man more, mm-hmm. but, like, why isn't the loudest voice? I mean, and I don't know, Al Sharpton's kind of weird. I, 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 don't, I don't consider Al Sharpton... I don't consider him voice. a Christian. I, I don't know, man. Al Sharpton, he, he's he's a weird individual, man. Yeah, it's about money with him, too. That, that's but, the thing uh, that a lot of people don't want to talk about either. Right, the, right. The, that it's about money with him. It's about money with Jesse Jackson. And that's, yeah. that's an issue. So in general, though, I'm looking at, okay, these young black men and women are going to go to the voice that's speaking out for them as a human. Right. As a human being. You know, right. they don't see themselves as a spiritual being. They see themselves as a human being. Yeah. So they're looking to see, okay, this this person over here is standing up for me as a mm-hmm. black person in America. Mm-hmm. He he looks like he represents me. He is being a, a positive voice to me. Mm-hmm. And for me, you know, being like I said, I'm you know, I personally am kingdom first. Like mm-hmm. we need to have kingdom ambassadors of the Christian faith. Mm-hmm. Who were being the loudest voices, who were showing the most compassion, who were being the most understanding. Mm-hmm. And the problem is most of the people that I see, like they don't really care. Like they they wanna push past the the, the flesh, the physical, and mm-hmm. just talk about the spiritual. And, and you I'm can't like, do that. You can't do that, man. You can't. You don't you don't do it with you don't do it with drug addicts. You don't do it with exactly. alcoholics. Exactly. Like they have issues. Now I'm not saying being black is the same. Because you can't help being black is the choice. No, but, but there are issues that come with being black. Yes, there th- these things have yeah. got to be addressed. Yeah, before they'll ever hear about you talk about the spiritual. Right, and so I can understand. Like I think during this conversation, you know, I've gotten a better understanding of what what, what you're saying in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I would say, as you know, as a, a white Christian preacher, pastor, whatever, Bible teacher, mm-hmm. that I would say that we have to be more vocal about these things and because yeah. uh, I'm tired of Franklin Graham being the voice for the church in America because that, <laughs> <laughs> like, we got to cut that off, man. Um, he's not the voice oh, of, of, of Jesus. In a, uh, yeah, Billy yeah. Graham did a much better job than Franklin. I'll say that. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but I can understand and I can appreciate uh, what you've said and what you've shared. And, uh, and though, you know, and I think it's the thing, too, is I have to understand as a white male, 
Mm-hmm. I can't see things the way that you see them because I don't experience the things the way you experience them. Right, right. And um, yeah, so, I'm I'm always I'm always looking at things from the defense. Right, right. As a black man, that that's how I'm not going to speak for everyone, but most that I've spoken to, that's exactly how 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 we all look at it. It's it's I'm on the defense before I can even get to to know intentionality and stuff like that from majority of the people uh is and that's that's just that's how i how i have come to be because of my experiences you know what i'm saying um and and it shouldn't be that way but that's how it is and right. and it's sad it's really sad um you know i i i, I want to also commend you though because as a white man in America I have I have you know since we've known each other I've seen you not shy away from having these type of conversations and you and I've talked about it multiple times you know even off off air that that it's important for white people that get the that get the perspective of black people and how we we uh how we live every day our everyday lives in this country out of fear um like it's important for you to be able to relay that to other white americans and i've seen you do that i'm gonna be honest you're probably one of maybe a handful of people that i know that actually do that whether it's on social media or behind closed doors. And right. I want to commend you for doing that because it's it's difficult for for it's difficult for for me as a black man to to get my point across to other white guys or other white people in general. Um, but you can infiltrate what I can't. You know what I'm saying? Right. And and it's very, very interesting to be able to see that, um, see those type of conversations, because I, I, you know what? In all honesty, it's it, it, it most likely is like that for for all groups, where it's easier for us to hear from people that are like us than are that aren't. You know, I, I think there are people that can that have the ability to look at it from multiple perspectives. Um, I can look at situations from multiple perspectives, and that's why I try and and uh watch what i say or how i say it um whether it's on social media or or behind closed doors because i understand the the impact that words have um because i wouldn't want to chase off anyone that is that is a, a white ally that there's no there's nothing to gain from that on either side there's nothing to gain from it because you know it's it's more damaging than anything else so I thank you and appreciate you for doing what you do and 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 um, allowing these type of conversations on your platform. As I think that's a, a an extremely uh, uh, incredible thing and a big help. So thank you. Yeah, man, I do what I can. Uh, Solomon Sports Podcast. We you know we talk about this kind of stuff way more frequently yeah. on that because yeah. yeah. it's a different type of platform. Right, but, right, uh, even right. even last night, last night we were joking about you know 
white Jesus. And, uh, oh, yeah. So, so, I mean, you know, we, we would dress all that kind of stuff. That's a whole different conversation. It is, man. That's it a is, whole man. different conversation, which but, uh, I would be willing to have with you <laughs> because I, I, I have a – I think – I'm going to be honest. Since I since I left the, the church um, in, in, in terms of going to, to church or the church that I was going to, um, that's been two years now. I think I've I've gained a, a better understanding of my spiritual walk, and I've 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 actually grown closer to God in the last two years um, than I have growing up in church. Right. Um, and so there there's a really big conversation to have with that, which I, we'll we'll you I'll let you tell me when we can have that one. Because. Uh, <laughs> Man, I, I'm itching to talk about that. I'm, I was actually talking about that to uh, one of my coworkers. He and I have been talking, man, probably the last three weeks about that and how how damaging religion in general has has become. Um, yeah. And 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 I would love to have that conversation. I would yeah, love to train talk about in the that. background. Hey, Train's man, sound me. effects. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, tell everybody where they can find you, man. Uh, we've had a good conversation, oh, and yeah. it wasn't 100% about business, but I think there's there's things that have to be talked about behind the business doors yes. that need to take place. Yes. Like I said, from communal standpoint, uh, and, and it, is, it, it is a nationwide thing that needs to happen. Uh, I'm always a person... I don't trust the government to do anything right. So why would I trust them to oh. get race relations right? Oh, <laughs> so no. that, that's me. No, no. So we, we, we can't we, even get gun control done We can't properly. get anything. So... We can't get anything done right. <laughs> so uh, not, not from a nation. Operations to be done properly. No. <laughs> so, so yeah, man. So tell everybody where uh, where they should look you up at, find you, Glitch Media, all that good stuff. Man, uh, Facebook is just Derek Myers Jr. Uh, Instagram and, and, and Twitter is Derek underscore OTS. Um, for glitch media, um, you can look, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram, uh, glitch media pro. And, uh, for on the sidelines, it's just sideline guys on, on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, we have a, we have a, a Facebook group, uh, called on the sidelines group. Uh, it's, it's man, that's been October will be one year since I launched that. And wow. it's, it's, uh, it's gaining a lot of traction. Uh, and, and, you know, it's only like 230 people in there right now, but the, the amount of interaction that I'm seeing with it, I'm, I'm loving it. So I would love to bring more people on, on the sidelines. It's just, we talk about gaming, uh, uh, sports and, and, uh, and sneakers. So if you're, if you're, <laughs> if you love any one of those three, on the sidelines is, is the place for you. Uh, we're looking to add more people on to do uh, uh, podcasts and, and write. So um, get at me on, on, on social media, any one of those platforms, and, and uh, I'd love to discuss that with you. All right, man. There you have it. Go check them out. Derek, appreciate you being on the show. Thank you, bro. Talking Thank you for about having me. Important matters that matter. Yes, sir. Important matters that matter. So, yes, uh, yeah, man, hopefully we can get you back on sometime soon. Oh, man. And we'll I'm, have to have a white... We'll have to have a white Jesus talk probably on a different type of, I don't know. We'd have to find a different type of platform to have that. I'll, I'll, um, I'm, I'm looking to open a platform up for it. So we yeah, can man. definitely we can do that whenever. All right, man. Well, until next time, have a yeah. good day, sir. You too, bro. Thank you. All righty. That was the interview with Derek Myers Jr. 
Uh, great conversation. It wasn't the typical business strategy, you know, how to grow your business type of thing. This was more of a philosophical discussion, but I f- still feel like it was really, really needed. I feel like these things need to be discussed. And I feel like sometimes we have to understand that we don't understand each other. And it's because our perspectives are different. Our lens is different. And so it's always important to see things from somebody else's perspective. And I try to make sure I can do that in any way, shape or form possible. And so, you know, this was one way of doing that, but also thinking, you know, what will it really take to help uh, bridge the difference between, you know, white America, black America in the business world and small business and even in the large scale, like I said, it wasn't a uh, you know strategy type of show, but uh, more of a thinking type of show, if I may. So, Derek, appreciate you being on the show, man. I'm looking forward to having some more discussions with you uh, because they're always fun. I also want to thank our patrons for the show, Aaron Simpkins, True Strength Apparel, JT, or LT, LT and Jay Sannon and Purely Bachelorette for sponsoring this episode. I also want to thank the Track Stars Podcasting Network. And, you know, Track Stars, black owned, you know, run by some of the smartest men I know, period. And so if you want to support Black Business, Track Stars is definitely one that you can go and check out and support. And they are legit, like Sean, Ryan, Chris. Everybody a part of Track Stars, they are Christians who are followers of Christ. They just want to do the right thing, and they want to do it in excellence. So go check them out if you haven't yet, which I'm sure you have if you're listening to this show. And um, and yeah, so that's pretty much it for the show this week. Thank you so much for tuning in, and always remember, the more you learn, the more you know, and the more you know, the more you grow. Thanks, and God bless.